Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide here. Mike is back at Mile High Shooting, manning the counter. If you have any questions or anything for Mike, drop him a line over at 303-255-9999. You can talk to Mike directly. Uh, some people had some questions about like reticles and, and exact stuff for a specific scope. I mean, he's on the retail side of things, so it's easy to call him up and ask him that direct question, especially with like Night Force. I know somebody had a Night Force question. Uh, they're all there. He has them right in front of him, and he can answer that better than I can. I will just tell you when it comes to scopes, your personal preference should be on the reticle. Look at the design. Do you want a 5 to 25? Do you want something 3 to 18? Whatever the case may be for that. But when you're looking to buy a scope like that, it, the elevation adjustment's a key factor. How much elevation? There's some people, you know, want to put it on a 338 and things like that. So you want one of the scopes with more than 26 mils of adjustment, more than that 100 MOA. Uh, from there, once you decide on that, the question really comes down to reticle. Just go look at the reticles. Whichever one kind of speaks to you and says that one is easiest on my eyes, that one I understand, the two-tenth adjustments, whatever the case may be then that's how you pick the scope. You, a lot of guys ask questions, and, and to be honest with you, you're splitting hairs on me. You're, you're asking me, well, should I get a Razor Gen 2, you know, 4.5 to 27, or a Night Force 5 to 25, or the Collis, uh, you know, 6 to 24? They're nearly identical. I mean, you're not gaining or losing anything that you can measure by going from, you know, a collis to a night force to a vortex that way, it comes down to the reticle. You know, y y that's what you're trying to manage. That's what you're looking through. That's your interaction. You, you know, you need X amount of elevations for a lot of this stuff to work, but your interaction with the scope is looking through it and using the reticle. So pick your scope based on that. But if you're looking at a set of scopes in within your budget, and, and a lot of this is budget-based, so if you, you know, people will say my budget is this much money. If you're within, you know, two to $400 of these scopes and, and they're within your budget, you're not, you're, it's, it's a wash. So, you know, asking me which one I would buy, well, you guys see what I use. Uh, you know, you, you know where I am. There's those top three or four out there, your Night Forces, your Schmidt and Benders. I use the Collis, the Vortex. You know, when you're in that higher end, you're not going to lose. So pick the reticle that speaks to you. Make sure it has the elevation adjustments you want, the power factors that you're looking for, 4 to 16, 3 to 18, 5 to 25 or more. You know, if, if that's something that appeals to you, that's what you get. So uh, just trying to streamline the process because we do get a lot of these make my buying decision for me questions and they usually hover around, you know, splitting a hair and I get it. That's why people are asking me. They want they want my opinion on that. And to be perfectly honest, you know, again, it's it's splitting some hairs. So I'm not really helping you any in, in saying, well, I like this better than the other one doesn't help you. You may get it and look at the reticle and say, I don't know what Frank's talking about. I like the tremor better than this. And And so, you know, that's part of it. So pick your favorite color. But if you're in that, if you're in a block of scopes that are, you know, two, three hundred dollars off of each other, you're not going to lose no matter which one you go to. So it's just something to think about.
All right, so I'm going to get a tiny bit self-serving here in this one. I want to go over the changes to the Sniper's Hide forum. Uh, we just completed that yesterday, uh, yesterday, Monday. They just uploaded the dark theme. We got a light theme coming. The default theme is still there, but I want to kind of break down these theme changes. Uh, the forum software, just right off the bat, is so much better, so much faster, so much more robust than what we had in the past. I mean, it, it's a night and day difference. It does work really well on your phone. It, it uploads images great on your phone. You just drag and drop them and put them in. Uh, don't do the attachment version. Do the image and then just drag your image in and it'll it'll fill the, the screen. If you do it like an attachment, it's going to show up as like a file attachment and you'll just see the thumbnail and then people will have to click on it to see the full size. But if you use the image dialog... And across the top, you may have to go in your preferences and make sure you have the uh, editor up there. But just hit the little picture, the image one. It'll say drag into here. It gives you a space or you can click on it and it'll give you access to your computer files. But that's how you do images in this. But this software is just so much better. And I upgraded it to these fancy themes that still run really well and give it a much better look than the default one. What you were seeing in the blue and white was the default theme. Uh, we now have uh, a dark one, and then there'll be a reversed version of this, which will be a light one. People had always asked me for dark ones, They, you know, if they're viewing at night or doing all that. These themes do look different in different browsers. I've run a diff bunch of different browsers uh, on, as well as Windows computers. I'm a Mac guy. I pulled my Surface up, and it's funny. The Windows ones, they, they it looks a little better than on my Mac. On my Mac, it can tend to be a bit harsh, like in Safari or, or Google Chrome. And so the black and white is very kind of stark. But when you look at it on a Windows computer, it, it actually looks a lot more subtle. And so the, the light theme, I'm going to have them go with a little bit more of a gray background to not blow you out in white. But you can revert back. If you scroll down near the bottom, right before you get to the footer, there's a bar there. Um, a little separation in the design. And it says on the left-hand side, Sniper's Hide. If you click on that, that's your theme, and you can set which one you want. If you want to go back to the default theme, you can. When the light theme shows up, you can switch over to that. But within your preferences and with all this, you can change and set everything. You can increase the font size on your computer. You, it, it, it's scalable. Some guys are saying they don't like image backgrounds. Because I have a, uh, the Warner Tool Bullets, the image background on it. You can open that up so it fills the entire screen. Uh, you can adjust it so you don't see it. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of ways to adjust this site for you. The next thing coming along after this light theme is going to be the front page. And, and you know then the site will be where I want it. Uh, you know, since coming back from Scout and ditching that whole thing a year ago, it'll be a year in March where I told them, you know, I'm basically done. It, it, it's a process. It takes time. So this was one of the first steps. And I've mentioned several times, and heck, you can see it going on with what's happening in Florida and, and politician-wise. We got a proprietary video platform, okay, that I added about a month or two ago. We got the front pages being done uh, on the WordPress side to, to make it a little easier navigation. People were mistakenly trying to log in on the front page instead of the forum. It, it was coming, coming a bit of a hassle. 
So now we're trying to point everything so both sides work together. The video platform, I'm uploading it, um, and I'm going to get into this in a second with the online training. I can domain lock them now like I used to with the online training. I'm, it, these videos look better now. The the Viddlers were good, but they, they didn't quite render the way I wanted. They seem to always down-res a little bit. The new player that I'm using, I think it looks fantastic. It's really good. It plays excellent on the phone. I've already played with it through the online training and, and tried them on the phone because I have to go into every lesson in the online training and swap the video system out. Viddler won't work. The new one, and this is something too, the people that did the theme had to custom build a code to play my videos. My videos aren't YouTube and things like that. The YouTubes all work really easy. You just take that main link, the share link, drop it in the dialogue, which plays it no problem. This, like I said, this software is really night and day different. So if you haven't come back to Sniper's Hide or you haven't checked it out, I, I definitely invite you to. It, it, it works really well. Use your browser on your phone. It'll render perfect. It'll look great. But the, these video platforms, I honestly think there's going to be an issue. Um, it may happen sooner. It may happen later. But I think we're, we're seeing a lot of pushback uh, against the gun industry right now. And these companies, the first chance they get, I mean, it may not be this month, next month, or even next year. But three years from now, first chance they get, they're going to they're gonna zap us. Facebook's probably going to do it. A bunch of these things are going to do it. So definitely look at uh, what we're doing video-wise because I'm prepping myself for that. Now, online training. Everybody's asking me about the online training. I canceled every single subscription. It took me like three tries to go through uh, PayPal and find out how to access everybody who was subscribed to the online training because even though we turned everything off, we canceled everything on the V Bulletin side, you're still getting charged by me if I don't manually go in or you don't manually go in and tell PayPal to stop. It's a weird system. They sort of do it on purpose and every piece of software like this does it. So PayPal finally gave me access to everybody who subscribed to me and I unsubscribed all of you. you it, I didn't want confusion between the V Bulletin system and the Zenfro system. So now I'm starting from zero. Your, your online training subscription started from zero. We put everything back. I, I have three quarters of the videos put back in place. I need. I got about another 10 or 20 to go to put back uh, onto the forum. But they're there. I have them. Everything's good. And then we'll start moving forward. There's an upgrade button. The upgrade button gives you two options. One is the online training, and it's $15 a month reoccurring. Uh, it'll, it'll bill you every month, and that gives you access to all the lessons First time you get access, you, you can see all the videos, but it'll take you longer to go through them probably. There's almost 60 videos or something like that in there. And each video is about 10 minutes in length. But, I mean, just for an example, somebody's been, God, breaking my balls on, on um, YouTube wanting because they were looking at some of the recoil management videos I have on YouTube. And here's the deal. Any video you see on YouTube is probably just a short amount of video, okay? It's probably a quarter of what is on the online training. 
Online training videos average about 10 minutes. Some of them are a little longer. Very few are less than 10 minutes, okay? Well, when I put them on YouTube, they're probably only three to five minutes of that 10 to 15 minute lesson. So this guy's asking me about Harris bipods. None of your recoil management videos have Harris bipods in them. Well, yeah, they do, but you just didn't see them all, you know, because I have a lot of them. But in the online training, there is over 45 minutes of just recoil management. And I go through different bipods, different ways of doing it. I show you on a bench, on a ground, all, you know, all different positions. We take it from zero to 10, you know, and that's 45 minutes worth of videos to do that. So they're there. It's just you may not be seeing them on YouTube because we charge for these lessons. I mean, the stuff we're kind of telling you in some of these podcasts, they're coming off of my training lessons. I get paid for that. And, and so we had the online training lessons since 2008. We were probably one of the first to do online training for a charge. You know, you got the Pantinos would give you access to their DVDs and they stream now. But we were doing this in 2008. Uh, you know, Rifles Only and I started this whole thing. So what you see in our online training lessons may not be the same in what you see on YouTube. Those are teasers versus the full lesson. So under upgrade, $15 a month, you could see the online training. It gives you access to that form. Every month we put new lesson up, new video. We talk about it. You can ask questions directly. You don't get the peanut gallery in there answering you. Somebody may come on and say, hey, that's in this lesson too. Go look at this over here. And unfortunately, the because I'm using the forum, it does mix the order up. We do have some viewing guides there that you can see which ones to uh, you know to view first. But if somebody responds, it bumps it up to the top. They're all stuck to the top, so they're that you know complete list. But the problem is, is if if someone you know speaks in one, that one moves to the top. Then the next one moves down. So we can't keep them in a logical order. I am talking with the front page guys to do something with that. Um, it's a little bit more complicated to put them in the front page without double billing people and, and unifying the um, the user groups and the list. That's not quite as easy as it appears. So, um, you know, that's something something that we're working on and we'll get it. But, I mean, everybody loves the online training videos. We can interact directly. If you, heck, if you have your own video and you wanted to upload it and say, this is me shooting, what am I doing wrong? I even answer that, you know, to the best that I can see uh, within the videos that are provided or within the questions provided. Somebody says, hey, can you put a video about X up? And we'll, I'll go do it. You know, I'll at least address it. If, I, if it's a good topic and I can't address it in, with a video, I do. So that's up and running. The other big one that everybody's asked me about is the um, uh, for sale section. We locked up the for sale section again. You must be a full member and have 100 posts. Guys are coming over to sell shit all the time. Scammers will try to come in. So what we say is you have to be a full member. Our, on, our for, right, online training, our for sale section is for contributing members. That's it. That's all you got to do. You got to be a contributing member to Sniper's Hide. You help me, I help you. 
You come over and talk on my forum. You have the ability to sell something. I don't charge you any money. I don't get anything out of you selling your product on my forum. By posting, you build a reputation. People get to know you. You get to know other people. Hey, I've seen that guy post. I like what he says. He's got something for sale. Yes, I'll take the chance and buy it. It's the internet. Buyer beware. We don't monitor it. I'm not charging you. I'm not monitoring it. I'm not holding your hand. Big boy rules here. You know, do your homework, get your information, get in, you know, phone numbers, contacts, everything, make sure it all works, then make your sales, you know. But people want to come on and buy immediately. So we used to have this new member for sales section where you can buy in. Well, we put that back yesterday. You could pay 25 bucks and it buys you 100 posts is really what it's doing. And that allows you to post for sale. Now, here's the deal with the, you know, for sale section. If you screw something up, if you tell a guy, hey, I'm shipping the product out today and you don't ship it out. And then he says, hey, you told me it was shipping out today and I didn't get it yet. And you go, oh, no, I forgot. I didn't make it. I'll send it out tomorrow. And if that guy bitches, we'll ban you. You know what I mean? If you say, hey, I'm selling a product and it's, you know, in X condition and it shows up and it's in Y and the guy complains because you're, you're, you're not making it right, I ban you. If you and the, the buyer and the seller get into a fight over something, well, he said this, he did that, it showed up two days late and you start splitting hairs, I'll ban both of you. Okay, I don't need that. Nobody needs that. We don't care. We got a good guy list. We have very few problems in our PX section because we have rules. The rules have been in place for a while. Now, you got to understand something. Scout years were a black hole. I'm flying through space. Somebody says, hey, you should take this right turn. I take a right turn. I freaking went through a black hole. Luckily, I came out on the other end and I'm, I'm now correcting my course. Okay. If you're going to tell me you did something at Scout and you want to do it today, yeah, too bad, dude. I don't care. I don't care what we did at Scout. I'm, I don't recognize the Scout years as anything to that effect. If you email me, hey, you know, I sold that Scout, but I have 15 posts, which are all for sale posts at Scout, and you have none now on this forum, and you want to sell, I'm just deleting it. I just delete that email. I don't care. I, I, what piece of product you have to sell there's 50 other people selling the same thing okay so here's the deal read the rules follow the rules the forum's working great i mean we got great traffic everything's moving along new software's up you know going the the new that dark themes there the light themes coming all this stuff is happening be a big boy. Common sense, man. It's not that hard. Don't be whiny about it because I, I honestly, I have no problem getting rid of some people now. It's not a case where I need I need a certain number or, or the, I've already gone beyond that. So if I get rid of someone, we don't even see it. It's, it's, it's not even a speed bump. It's, a, it's the equivalent of you know, running over a single rock on the road. It, 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 you might notice it's there for like a split second, but other than that, you don't. So in the upgrade link, you can either join the online training section in, in for $15 a month or a one-time buy-in to sell a product for $25. And so that's what we're doing for, for that. So 
just to let everybody know what's going on with the forum. Uh, you know, a lot of great stuff, a lot of uh, interaction. I want to talk about manners. We we said, you know, companies come on and they're interacting with the members on Sniper's Hide. You might get Casey from B and T. I, you know, Kevin from uh, Q is there. And you'll get the this one or two guys that feel the need to attack a company because they don't like something. I mean, I've even seen it where somebody doesn't like the price of a product and they start going after some. Why do you got to charge that much? You know, that kind of leave these people alone. If you don't have something nice to say or you got a personal beef with them and you want to send them a private message. But if you come onto the forum and you and you try to say stuff uh, to these guys, I'm going to ban you. Okay, these companies are here and they're they're taking this time out of their day to interact with their customers or potential customers. They're answering your questions. Be respectful of these guys. Okay, it's if if you're respectful to someone you don't like or something you don't you know, you don't agree with. And then the next one sees that, hey, you know, people may not like that, but at the same time, they're being nice. More will come on when you're a dick. They, they don't show up, and they see it. Believe me, they're paying attention. So be respectful. It's not that hard. You know, when the companies come in, in, in and are there to talk, and, and they're there. That's the thing that, you know, to tell you guys out there. If you want to interact with some of these companies, they're there. They're on Sniper's Hide talking to, to, to people. They're, they're using the forum for customer service. So don't be that ugly friggin' guy who, who's sitting there following them around. I just banned two people for that, you know, this week. So don't do that. I mean, it affects everybody on, on a much grander scale because you have a personal issue with company X or the owner or whatever the case may be. It's, it's a silly thing to do, to be quite honest. But I'm digging it. The, the, the forum movement, everything, like I said, I, I really think some of these guys with the, their free groups and all that, I mean, the groups on Facebook are silly, but I think, you know, at some point that's all going to go south on them and you're going to have these guys that are that are going back and forth in these Facebook groups that are suddenly going to find themselves, uh, you know, deleted and it's going to go beyond the sales. I, I, I know you're just talking about it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to become a thing where they ban a lot of it and take it off. I mean, YouTube's already doing it. They don't like certain gun videos and, and gun sites and different commentary. You know, you could be as ugly as you want on one side, but if if you if all you need is is to have a, a, a some kind of firearm and and they're taking um, channels down. So that's why I I'm doing this. I'm positioning all this. So when that happens, you, you won't miss anything. You know what I mean? It's gonna stay there and it's gonna work. So. Uh, that's 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 what's going on with uh, the Sniper's Hide forum. A lot of changes, a lot of upgrades, a lot of features getting added. So, you know, check it out. Come on over and talk. We got an everyday sniper podcast section. Uh, guys are asking questions there. And, and so, um, you know, we can we can answer that stuff. As, as I had said, I'm not the guy on Facebook. Mike's been doing a great job answering a lot of those questions uh, so, you know, when you, when usually you're interacting with him, unless somebody will tag me and it, people are tagging me in a lot of questions and say, Hey Frank, what about this? And you know, Facebook's a means to an ends. We'll use it until you can't. And so, you know, I use it for advertising. I look at it as, as basically a, a billboard on the side of the road that I can stick my name up on. 
you know, I don't particularly like a lot of the information that I see out there. And we talked about this quite a bit, uh, not only here, but through other people. But still at the same time, it's a necessary evil today. And it's going to become, you know, like I said, I think they're going to pull the rug out from under a lot of people is, is where my mind's at. I want to talk training. Um, we got the class coming up in March, okay? Uh, there, we can fit two people in because people moved over, but I think we're good. We, I, I, we have over my limit. Usually I like to have about 10 to 12 people in class, and we're right there right now. With two instructors, that's about max. And and a lot of questions came in of what's my class like, and and I've been doing this for a long time. Okay, um, I started down at Rifles Only around that two thousand three, two thousand four time frame, uh, as a full time guy. Uh, then when when I came out in in around two thousand eleven, when I left Rifles Only, I was doing full time classes here in Colorado every month, little two day basic classes, and I've always traveled around a bit. Then, you know, I stopped doing the classes in Colorado on that full-time basis, swung up to the Alaska stuff, which just blew up huge. And, and I have uh, different schools of thought, okay? With, with the, the Alaska classes, those tend to be two-day classes. It's, it helps with people's work schedule. It, it gets us on the same page. And we do see a lot of people come back to take either the one and two or they'll do the one more than one. So they'll do the one and then two the next year. We see, we see a lot of repeat people, and it's just the way their schedule is. I, we, I used to teach six-day classes down at Rifles Only. That's how their PR 1 and 2 was set up. Guys show up on Sunday night, they shoot all week, and they're done Saturday morning, and then they can go home the following Sunday, so they're spending a week down there. That's expensive. takes a lot of time away from work, a lot of time away from your family. The classes I'm doing here with Mile High Training Detachment are three-day classes, we're going to do about a half day or so of classroom out on the range. Um, you know, it'll be a little more informal than I normally do, just the way the range here in Colorado is set up. But we're going to do classroom. That gets everybody on the same sheet of music, right? Then we're going to shoot out to distance. At a minimum, you're going to probably shoot out to 1,400 yards. Uh, depends, you know, what you bring. Um, and we'll dope your rifle. We're going to go through chronograph. We're going to go through get us information. We're going to talk wind, talk scopes, talk radicals. You know, we're, we're, we're basics, but we're not because we shoot farther than most people. Our range is really well set up that when we're on the firing line there, we have targets every hundred yards to a mile. Now straight out and where it gets easier to spot goes to that 1400. And we take 308s out that far. It it doesn't matter because we're at 5,000 feet elevation. Even in March, our density altitude is going to be pretty high, you know, five, 6,000 feet. So you're going to get a lot of really good shooting in. You're going to get a lot of data. We're going to go over the environmentals. We're going to go over the ballistics. We're going to make sure when you leave, your software is set up. It doesn't matter what you run. You know, I'm going to use those uh, impact data book. Uh, software sheets and make sure everybody has that when they leave so you'll know. You're, 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 I'm giving you tools in the toolbox to take home. In, 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 I call it a journey. I'm, I'm there to guide the student on their precision rifle journey. Okay. I'm like the first stop. And, you know, we'll see people who've been shooting a long time will come to class and have some bad habits that we'll correct. 
And, and so I look at the individual shooter. I'm there and everyone is going to come through me. And I'm going to sit down over you and look at what you did. I'm going to write it down and we're going to go over it. Before you leave, we're going to do this too. So I'm going to say, you corrected A, B, and C. You still got to work on you know, D, E, and F. That kind of one-on-one attention is what you're going to get. Um, again, the smaller classes will get some good rounds downrange. Usually in a precision rifle class, you want 100 quality rounds. We, we will tend to get a little bit more, and normally with the classes, uh, the last hour on Sunday, give or take, because as people travel in, in, in some, you know, people's schedules are different, but normally we, that last hour of the day, we let you shoot anything you want. You, you got an hour to just go to town on any target downrange, and, and so that way there, if something's missed, we can do that, but before we do that, I'm, I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to make sure you're tuned up. And we're going to do that for everybody. We'll do some drills. We'll have a little mini comp type of thing, you know, a start for a couple shots. And, hey, who can hit this? Hey, who can hit that? Who Who's better here? We have the wind targets down there that help you. You know, they're, they're, they're like the piano keys. And, you, and when you, you're doping the wind, you're, you're going to try to shoot that specific key. And so we'll do that with everybody. But while it's a basic two or three day class, we try to pack as much quality as we can in there. You know, so like I said, the, if if a, if you want to know what it's like, I mean, go go on Facebook to Alaskan Prison Precision Rifle guys. I mean, they're they're ravenous for this stuff, and and it's great. It really shows. I think it's an outstanding class. I've been to others classes. And a lot of people just let you shoot. They give you some basic tips and then they go through and spot for you. And I do that. I spot for you and do all. But I'm looking at you as an individual. I'm not just saying, hey, everybody's going to come and hang out with Frank. We're going to shoot. I'm going to go and shoot in front of you and everybody can fireworks and go, ooh, and ah, Frank hit a really cool target. Like I don't go and say, you know, I'm not going to put a target behind a berm and do some kind of, you know, drop where you can't see it. Hey, everybody. Listen, put your ears up, and then I'll shoot at something nobody can see, and then you're going to hit the steel get hit. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do some trick carnival shot and, and, and try to make it, you know, cool guy. Can we? Sure, we could do that. You know, there, there's carnival tricks that, that look neat, and, you know, it's not a case of hanging out, being, you know, just this, like, being in the presence of Frank. I'm here as an instructor. I'm here to teach you, you know, these different subjects that we all talk about. Uh, I do have longer, you know, like the like the the two day class actually gets a longer PowerPoint than the three day class. You know, it just depends. Uh, I'm I'm trying to get more shooting in with some people, but we're giving them a lot more classroom because we want everybody on a solid foundation for the fundamentals. Okay. I mean, my fundamental part uh, is got almost three, four hours long, you know, and then we start getting into some of the other topics or uh, I would just say the fundamentals are probably an hour and a half to two hours. And then the whole thing's about four, four or five hours for the entire PowerPoint. But, you know, this is the kind of stuff. Bring questions to the class. Bring a good attitude to the class. Bring your software to the class. Let's get you spun up. We'll chronograph. Even if you don't own one, we'll do it. We make sure we got the numbers for everybody so that they're going away with tools they can reference when they get home. 
You know, I don't want to do something on my range that you can't repeat on your own. You know, it's not set up in a specific way to highlight my teaching style to say, well, this works for me. I'm never a this works for me kind of guy in class wise. There are certain things that do just work for me because I'm smaller. My hands are smaller. You know, the whole thing, how I reach different things is different. So I try to pick with universal truths, universal fundamentals, and I'm in you know, I'm giving that information to you. As I had said to you in, in a previous one, I'm trying to bring you back to original intent. I don't want it to be just a case of where I'm modifying this or something's going on. I'm doing original intent and in, in letting you understand without the game of telephone. We're, you know, we're going to make sure we do the trigger control, the follow through. We're going to make sure it works for you. I mean, classes have you know, 308 shooter, 6 millimeter shooter, 6.5 shooter, 308 shooter, 6.5, 6.5, 308, 308, 308, 6 millimeter. So you got to know all these different things. And I can't do something that is caliber specific, you know, magnum versus this. If you come with a magnum, I'm going to help fine tune you with that magnum. But I'm not going to, you know, basically teach the class where I say, well, you're shooting this and this doesn't work for you. I'm going to address that. Show up with a semi-automatic. I'm going to work on a fundamentals with a semi-automatic with you. It's different than the bolt gun guys. I've talked about that, okay? I'm going to go and sit down with the semi-automatic crew, and I'm going to say, hey, guys, when you shoot a semi-automatic, it's like this. Even in my PowerPoint, there's a trigger control section of my PowerPoint, and then there's semi-auto trigger control where there's a ton of similarities, but there are differences, and I have that in there. You know, I'm addressing all this stuff. It's not just a case of, hey, this is how I do it. Watch me do it. Now you do it. It's, hey, this is how I do it. Let's talk about it. This is the lesson. This is what's going on. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm teaching that. Now let's go put it into practice. It's not a case of watch me. Okay, now go shoot. You know, there are quite a bit of people out there that are just, you know, You're paying them to go hang out on the range with them and they're letting you shoot as much as you want, which is great, you know, but the instruction is on the lighter side. I try to make the instruction the highlight of it and the shooting part to be the quality and the icing on the cake, you know, so that's where my head's at because I do get a lot of questions on the class. Highly recommend May. May's already got a bunch of students there at the Mile High Detachment May's filling up as we speak, so if you want to get in on the May class, uh, get a hold of Mile High Shooting, talk to Dorothy over there, she'll get you spun up and get you on the books. Again, only 10 or 12 people per class. Then we're going to do an August one. August will be a little toasty, but we'll put some uh, shade out for us. We could put some uh, canopies up, break some of that sun. So we're going to do that. And then I have the, the Alaska, June and July, which is sold out. I know I talked in one podcast and said, you know, bucket list, get to Alaska. Mark's already posted, I think it was last week. Alaska is 100% sold out for this year. That's like six classes. So, you know, that, that'll tell you where we are with these kind of classes. And we mix between PR1 and 2s. The next thing we got to sort out is a mover for up in Alaska, and we're working on that. Well, we're hoping to have a mover this year for you guys. So um, the bitches is, is you know, we, we got to do portable. We'll probably do in-motion targets, and we got to break it down and put it back up every time. We can't leave it out there. 
So it's it, it's a, it's a substantial investment. They're you know ten to twelve thousand dollars for a mover system, and you know then it's set up, takedown, storage, things like that. So we're working on that for you guys in Alaska. I know that's a big priority with the amount of hunters we have. I think mover would be a key element to uh, to address up in Alaska for you guys that are hunting, which every one of you do. So it, it, it's not even a question. There's very, very few just target shooters up there. They're almost all hunters of some type. So uh, down here, we're, we're, we're setting that all up as well. But give Mile High a call, the Mile High Detachment. Also understand there's an LE side. And there's a civilian side. The LE has sort of different requirements. Somebody at, who's coming to the class had looked on the LE page because it's it's more of the main page because the detachment is more geared towards Mile High's LE distributorships and things like that that they're doing. But there, you know, somebody said, "Do I need a helmet and body armor?" And huh, that's from that's for the military classes. The civilian classes don't need any of that. You need your basic equipment. Uh, you know, if, if you don't have a rifle and you want to do some contact us, mile high has demo rifles, they can rent you a rifle. So if you're not sure, you know, if you want to show up and rent an AT or something, call them up and ask them, Hey man, I'm thinking about buying an AT before I do. I want to take your class and rent it. You know, hell, they'll probably sell you that rifle at a good discount when it's done. You know, if you think about it, but it's great to have an association with them because you can ship to them ship from them as well as for ammo. Uh I I don't normally recommend hand loads for my basic precision rifle class only because it is a basic class and you never know the kind of hand loader that might show up and you don't want that variable inserted, you know, guy like I talked about hot and cold loads, different things like that. So I almost always recommend factory ammo if you can manage it. And the nice thing is Mile High has such a huge inventory of ammo. You can order it, have it there. We can bring it out to the range. Or you can show up the day early and pick it up. Go, you know, go look at the store. We're going to actually meet everybody at the Mile High store the day before the class. Um, and, you know, at 4 o'clock and then we'll get together and say, yeah, then the next morning we'll meet out at the uh, range. But it's great for getting your equipment, getting your ammo, shipping your rifles if you don't want to carry them on the plane. There, there are some people that don't like that, um, but it, it, it's not a big deal. It, it makes life real easy to be able to grab ammo like that. For the private classes, when, when they do like three-day private classes, they, they almost always shoot through their ammo, so they're running back to mile high you know, the, the, the second night to buy more. We'll call them up and say, hey, stick a, a case of ammo to the side. And if you have some left over, they can ship it. You know, that, that's a nice thing with, with them being the, the gun shop like that, that they can ship things that we normally can't. You know, you can't just go to a UPS store. They won't ship guns and ammo and things like that. But you can go to Mile High and they'll take care of it for you. So um, I highly recommend the classes. Like I said, I, I think, you know, there is a focus on gear. There is a focus on equipment with a lot of people. We should talk about focusing on training. Then you know what gear to buy the first time right. You know what's going on. All this stuff will end up working really well for you. So, um, you know, let me know. Drop us a line. We're getting a lot of great questions about the classes. I know Mike's been answering them, and Mike's right there, and I'm answering them as well. 
um, just make them a little more generic. If they're specific, like, hey, you know, what rear bag? You, know, you can carry a sand sock. You know, if you don't have one, you can buy one at Mile High. You can get one of the Tab Gear, you know, zipper pouch ones. Fill it with sand on the range and then, um, you know, dump it out when you go home. And now you're only driving home with a, an empty pouch. So there, there's all these things you can do. I, I, I push training. I push training. I push training. Get you some. So get that training and um and you can go through mile high the mile high detachment for lessons here in the states uh i am moving around and doing some traveling like i said my my training schedule this year is packed and and i am talking to some of you guys listening overseas uh i'm getting a a big batch of requests to, uh to come overseas a, a lot of interest down under and uh different places like that so if if all it takes to get a class set up is you need people, okay? If you want me to come and you want me to do a class, a mobile class somewhere, or whatever the case may be, I generally recommend those classes turn into a little bit more seminar, you know, and and, and not so much. I'm not bringing extra instructors, but because it, it's, it's big travel, big airplane rides, things like that, uh, I generally try to bring more students in to make it a bigger bang for the buck for people, uh, you know, like a 10 person, is it worth to go to Australia for a 10 person class? Maybe not. You know, I'd have to charge so much money just to cover airfare that it doesn't make it worthwhile. So rather than do that and, and inflate the price of the class, I let you bring more people in. We do a lot more classroom and a lot more seminar talking discussion. Then we go out and shoot and go through the fundamentals. We can, you know, take some of your cadre and use it as spotters. I'll pair people up, shooter, spotter, shooter, spotter, things like that. So that way there I can walk the line and look at your individual fundamentals. We we do a lot of fundamental eval stuff with people with, with these classes. So you will get the one-on-one. It's just logistically speaking, you want about 20 to 25 students to make it worth your while. So if you have a local club anywhere in the world, uh, you know, we have to deal with some ITAR stuff with some people. And, and because I'm just doing marksmanship and a lot of like with software, I can do uh, foreign software like Patagonia Ballistics isn't US. So I'll do a lot of cold bore, a lot of Patagonia Ballistics. I don't run into like I'm teaching AB that the Army uses and applied, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I don't, I can avoid that by using foreign software because ITAR and software and teaching certain elements of shooting, but you can have a marksmanship seminar. And a lot, especially if you're if you're a positive NATO country, it, it becomes a lot easier. We just can't do military training and things like that without going to the State Department and stuff. But we can do seminars and we can talk, you know, generic marksmanship in, in a lot of ways uh, is how it gets billed. But, um, you know, we, we just have to make sure we cross our, our T's and dot our I's there. Uh, but... About 25 people is is usually right. That covers everything. So if you have a club, you have about 25 people, you have a range we can use. And and I uh, with travel that big, you want a minimum of 1,000 yards. I can do it shorter, and it does work because I am focusing on the fundamentals as much. But it, it it's a little harder sometimes doing the wind part of the class and doing things like that when you're trying to explain it if you're only 300 meters you know, you don't get the wind effects that we would get at 800. 
So that's where I'd like to see if you can. But, you know, have a range, have a club, have 25 people, get a hold of me, and we can work on setting something up for you guys. Uh, I, I've done it before, and, and, it, and it works out really, really well. Great response to the, the, the marksmanship seminars that I put on. So something to think about for you guys who are asking, because I, I, I do get, you know, probably once a month I get an email about coming to another country or to another place to do it. And yes, we can do it. We just got to set it up and coordinate it and make sure we have enough people there to make it worth your while where we're not trying to charge one guy $2,000 for a day. You know, we, we want to make it the same fee structure as I would do here. We'll just do it with some more people and you just have to understand that's what we're looking at. All right. Well, this has been the Everyday Sniper Podcast. We'll get back with Mike this weekend. As I said, he's working over at Mile High. We got the Mile High Training Detachment. If you call Mile High's uh, shop, you can talk to Dorothy over there. She has it all whiteboarded out for us and you can you can get signed up. You can ask questions to Mike. Mike's going to be uh, my, my, ad, uh, my A instructor there or be instructor, however you want to look at it. He's going to be another instructor on the line. Mike does a nice job with that. So if you have a weird question or you want to know something, just call Mile High and ask for Mike, and you can ask him, and he probably has an answer for it. But I, one question I do get, is we have a basic outline in, in different things. I don't put out my PowerPoint. It's not proprietary information. I didn't invent any of it, okay? But the order in which I do things and how I present the information comes from me. So I don't give away that. Um, it, it, people copy it. And, and sometimes it's no big deal. Like I said, I didn't invent it. It's out there. They can really do it. But I like the way I lay my classes out. I like the order in which I address topics. So for that case, I don't give that information out. Um, there, there are some basic information, some basic handout things that we'll do. But you're not going to see the bulk of my lesson put out on paper that way. And, and it's just the nature of the business and the nature of the of the a game we're playing. So that, that if you're going to email me and ask me for an outline, it's just going to be the basic. We're going to cover A, B, C, you know, bring one, two, three. And, and it's just a generic cut sheet that we use. But it's it's there to get you started. It, it outlines everything you need for the class. And it tells you the topics that I'm going to cover. But the topics are you know, pretty basic. We're, we're setting the rifle up for you. We're going to dope your rifle and scope out. We're going to reset everything. We're going to set your software up and we're going to intro you to wind and you'll see the process we use. That way you can take it home and then it's huge, fun, uh, you know, focus on the fundamentals. So, oh, c- quick um, correction from the last one. When we were talking the Hornaday app, uh, Mike and I, and I wasn't looking over in the gyro, that's gyro stability. I, I totally spaced thinking spin drift. They also put your gyroscopic stability number in there. To, that's telling you how stable that bullet is at distance and things like that. And then the other correction I got to make is um, when I said something about Robin. Robin's a guy, not a girl. So sorry about that, Robin, if you're listening. And then a quick shout out to everybody down there. And like I said, Australia, New Zealand, all over the world, uh, you know, the Norway, Sweden, Finland, all the guys over there. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for paying attention. I, I really appreciate the emails and the feedback, uh, the PMs on Facebook and all that. 
So thank you guys. Hello to the guys down in Argentina who've been PMing me. Uh, thank you guys as well. So, um, you know, hopefully we, you guys can sort out your situation down there and I can come back down uh, th that the, um, now that the groups are set up or whatever they're doing. Um, I know there's been some changes in, in how it's organized. So, uh, you know, but thanks to, to everybody who reaches out and, and drops me a line and touches base with me. I really appreciate that. This has been Frank at the Everyday Sniper. You can find me over at snipershigh.com in the forums under low light. Alrighty. Thanks a lot. Bye now.